This feature, Sport in Focus, is funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. As part of our latest Sport in Focus series, we're shining a spotlight on Clare basketball and delighted to be joined by the club development officer here in Clare and uh, coach with a number of hats on, uh, Clare Cuddihy. Clare, thanks for taking the time to come in to have a chat with us. Um, basketball in Clare, take us through the scene. Yeah, look, it's, it's grown a lot over the past couple of years. I think I started very, very young as a player in it um, from the age of seven and eight. And um, I've come full circle. I went from being a player to now getting to be that coach that coaches um, the guys through the ranks again. Um, and look, we've eight to ten clubs in Clare. It's, I think we're on the right track to, to getting our name out there. Um, obviously, we look at Limerick and Kerry and the places around us, and they're playing high levels of basketball. Um, so I think our, our coaches and um, our area board are, are trying to get us to that level too. Yeah, the, the structure within the county then, between those 8 to 10 clubs as you say, is there an inter-club structure? Are you playing more kind of in provincial competitions or, or does it vary through the grades? Um, it varies. So we have our, our Clare League um, so that goes from under 12s right the way through then to 18s. Um, so both boys and girls have their league throughout the um, season and then um, every age group has a Clare Cup as well. Um, and more recently then this season, um, our development board of CAB um, have been able to put a development league together. So it caters for the kids who are out there to really compete and, and get an opportunity to go and represent our county at All-Ireland. And then the kids who need that little bit of extra time and, and league um, to develop their basketball skills and maybe, you know, the new kids who are just starting... Um, and then some of our teams go off and play in North Munster Leagues as well. So we're kind of spread out. Yeah, so there's plenty of opportunity there. And, and it seems 100%. to be equal between under 12, under 18, or even uh, is it right the way through to adult level then as well? Yeah, we have, we have men and women's teams. Um, at the moment, they all go and compete in uh, the North Munster League. Um, but I think if you look at two or three years ago, um, I was having a conversation with one of our coaches the other day and we were growing up and there wasn't a sign of 18s or men's or women's basketball. Like people didn't realise it was there. Um, and now you look and, you know, we've got crowds coming for National League development games. We've got men's and women's teams all across the county competing and like really attracting the attention and the support of the youngsters. And I think that's what's trying to keep our underage basketball here. Um, there's a huge push on that development of men's and women's teams so that when kids turn 17 and 18 they're staying in Clare basketball instead of branching off to mm. an area that has higher standard of teams I guess And does that become an easier sell then because you know you have your traditional sports within the county and you're always trying to maybe find that niche to, to hook in new members the fact that they can stay within the county and the profile is building is that kind of the key for to keep the wheel turning? Yeah I think so I think kids um, and especially people who become serious about the sport and really want to compete they need to see that pathway there that we can continue and give them an opportunity to continue to play basketball um, at a senior level and not only play but really compete and and have that high level of standard basketball um, and I think right now we're on that right push of it's baby steps. It's it's taken a, it's taken a while to get us, and it will continue to take us a while to get to a level that we are say we're really competing. Um, 
but it all has to start somewhere and I think kids now, like I hope the underage players I'm coaching now see a pathway to stay in Clare um, and to still compete at a really, really high level, which is obviously what every athlete wants to do. Take us through then the kind of areas that the clubs within the county are based in. It's kind of, it is county-wide, it's not just kind of an, an urban spread, No, I definitely... Um, obviously, if you look at the centre, you see NS Basketball and, and you see um, our clubs and, and a few clubs around it. But you go all the way back west to, to Coir Clare and Killaloo um, and then you're going all the way over to Shannon. Um, so it's so widely spread. Um, and I think um, slowly but surely over the past couple of years, we've seen a few clubs and new clubs be set up. So obviously in 2020, in the height of lockdown, we decided to set up a new girls club. Um, and then more recently, um, we had Team Out in Killaloo, Baru Blazer set up. And then again, just this past season, we had Clare Warriors from Ballier set up. So the development is there, the teams are there, and now it's just getting the word out to show that Clare basketball really deserves to be put in the name of every other county's kind of basketball. Yeah, well, and hopefully this this piece will help in doing that to kind of raise the awareness and the profile of it because it's amazing. Like, we talk to a lot of clubs about infrastructure and resources and stuff like that, but, like, I'd say nearly every community hall in the county has a basketball hoop by their end of it or, you know, there's kind of that's the basic level I know but it is kind of handy then to tie in with your youth clubs and stuff like that to, to maybe ask them look put 20 minutes aside get them shooting get them interested get them hooked like th- there are little inlets there for you aren't there yeah 100% I think obviously we look at the facilities that we compete in um, and the courts that we have all across the county Um for example this weekend I'm in Kildyser for some games and then I'm back Um I'm back in Ennis and Flannins and then I'm over in um, Ennis National coaching different teams so they're like three different courts in the space of one day. I think I think schools basketball has a, has a huge role to play now. I think primary school basketball in the Marion Keane tournament um, is definitely slowly but surely getting kids interested in sport and getting them interested in a young age that they have so much time to develop their skill. Um, but basketball is also one of those sports that you can kind of pick up at any age like there's for example if you play any other sport it helps basketball in some way um, like that's the whole thing with me when like m- some of my girls and lads that I coach are huge GA players but in the off season basketball helps them so much more in the pitch than you'd ever realise mm. Um why is that? Is it the is it is it the footwork? Is it the kind of that evading style, or you know, yeah, what, what, what are the skills that you see as being transferable? I think it's the simple thing of number one, the conditioning. Like you're running up and down the court for eight minutes straight. You're getting as fit as you possibly can be. Um, there's so much footwork involved in in defense, and the fact of we can't go in and rugby tackle someone to the ground. Um, you know, we have to play a lot smarter, and there's a lot of lateral movements. Um, and jumping and the simple aggressiveness that you have to have but you also do it in a smart way that all these little movements on the court when you put that back on the pitch all of a sudden they're sidestepping around their defender because oh look I do that with a basketball I can do that with a football mm-hmm. too and um, I don't think basketball is is as far off from other sports as people think I think you're dead right on that because I've often spoken to coaches maybe in a more modern sense 
and they're more and more now looking to American sports like basketball, like the NFL, for the little bits of plays. Like one example is this backdoor cut that has come into yeah. football. That's now that, that has its origin in basketball. In basketball. Like, so it's amazing how it all transfers. Yeah, I know it. It definitely does. I don't think. I think slowly we're beginning to realise how much all sports help each other, and it's the same thing like that. I think people. Um, some of my girls come from a football background and I can see areas on the pitch that they can translate into the court. Um, but I just think people don't really realise how much, even this simple stuff like that, like a backdoor cut or um, the literal thing of taking your two steps and making them as successful as you can because you can't take four or five steps. You only have two and you have to use your advantage as much as you can in taking those that all of a sudden on the pitch now they're taking 40 yards forward instead of running all the way around the houses <laughs> yeah. kind of way yeah that's modern football kind of <laughs> in a nutshell really uh, so you mentioned there about um, an off season is there, is there a season for basketball or, or is there a window in which it's kind of more streamlined um, yeah our season our season competitive season runs from September to March so in our Clare League um, and then our top two teams from the 14s um, and 16s level go through to the All-Irelands, which are normally in April, somewhere around Easter. Um, and then, you know, a lot of clubs take a bit of time off or our clubs kind of go through um, and keep playing until the end of May, have some in-season tournaments and stuff like that. And then yeah, you take a bit of a break off and you're back then again in August. Yeah, but I guess like the, the fact that it's indoor means that you know you're not impacted, so it, it can be that kind well, of. Well, it can, it can fairly be played all yeah. year round. Like, it's it's one of those versatile sports that you can literally play anywhere, anytime. Yeah, kind of thing. The, I mean, the, the you spoke about you can take take it up at any age, but what do you see as kind of the, the entry level points? Or what's the youngest kids that would be kind of coming through to you? Um, so our club, Claire Comets, has set up um, a thing that we like to call mini volleys. So they're from the age of six um, to eight and nine before they move to under 10s and 12s. And that moment and those areas where you have them play in that time is, it's not necessarily about learning basketball skills, but it's giving them the opportunity to, I like to say, fall in love with the sport. You're giving these kids... Just like kids start dancing at four or five, kids start every sport really, really young. Um, and for me, it's to show them that I think if they don't have that opportunity, and more recently they haven't up until we set up the mini ballers, is that they just get that opportunity to see what basketball is like. like um, not to compete or to say, oh, you have to play it, but to show, oh, actually, dribbling a ball can be a bit of crack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um I think it's really, really important that you can build that foundation from when they're six and seven and eight, and then you have them right the way through. Like you are the head coach across a number of codes across <laughs> a number of teams. I won't ask you to put a figure on it, but just on that aspect, then of like, if there's a parent that comes along with a child at six or seven years of age and says, "You know what? I'd actually like to help out," is the method there for them then to kind of train up as a coach, or how many do you have involved at the moment? Ah. Uh, 100% um, I think our clubs personally do a great job at having that opportunity for number one um, younger coaches come through the ranks so obviously I started playing with the club when I was six or seven um, played all the way through 
and now I have this opportunity to come back around and when I was 16 started getting trained up as a coach and obviously now I have this incredible opportunity to coach some really really amazing kids um, and the same thing with the parents as their kids join up we obviously have that opportunity for them to get safeguarded and do their intro course to become a coach and we don't turn people away um, it's obviously our team and our management team and the coaches we have in our clubs right now are absolutely incredible I mean the work that goes on behind the scenes to create the clubs and to create the success and the way we're going to develop basketball not only in Ennis but in, in Clare in general is like it takes a lot of time and it mm. takes a lot of effort um, and you're constantly somewhere or somewhere or doing something for some age group um, yeah I know I can't I can't thank our coaches enough for the work that they put in yeah, so just wondering is it daunting for somebody that might you know if you bring your child down to play hurling or football chances are you've played yourself you've an idea <laughs> yeah. is it daunting then for somebody that's coming in or are they maybe easier to train as a coach because it's a kind of a carte blanche approach there's no bad habits they're bringing in they're as new to it as the child is yeah that, that that's it like no one um, no one knows it all I like to think obviously I'm still quite young I'm still walking into places like that and I'm still learning from coaches that even the coaches we have in our club I still learn from every session um, I don't think it's daunting I think it gives you an opportunity to learn as your kid learns. And it's one of those sports that if you have the right people around you and the people who will take the time to explain it um, and give you pointers and give you an opportunity to learn, then you can kind of pick it up in no time. Like once you figure out what the rules are, the imagination of drills and, and games and stuff like that comes. The more you watch something, the more you know how to do it kind mm -hmm. of thing nothing is free obviously there's resources and, and money and time goes into this what what kind of funding or is it self-funded or do you get much support like that um, we have an incredible treasurer on our board of management um, who does an absolute phenomenal job at looking for grants um, and applying for grants obviously with the back work of all our coaches and all our teams that kind of push um, the work that we do in order to be eligible for those grants. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. I think there isn't as much funding there as I would like um, in order to see this sport grow. I think, yeah, we need to back our clubs a little bit. Um, obviously, all our coaches, you know, continuously give up their time and, and their a hell of a lot of effort into making it a success. Um, there's grants out there. They're, I would say they're few and far between and they take a lot, a lot of work to get. But in the same sense then, yeah, you, you, you make it work. Yeah, that kind of where there's a will, there's a way. Exactly. Sort of an approach. Um, but th So that's all the, 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 we'll say, within the count. But just from your own point of view, like what attracted you to basketball first or, or what gave you this, this clear passion that you have for the game? Where did that come from? That's a great question. Um, I, as, as a young kid, I was thrown into every sport known to man. Um, and I have a huge love for sport in general. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Something just clicked with basketball. I wouldn't say I was great now for a long time. It, it, it took me a bit to get, um, to get anyway decent at the sport. But I, I think when the doors are open to you and you have people around you um, and great, great people around you that 
kind of open you, uh, welcome you in with open arms and have so much passion for what they do. It's hard not to fall in love with it. Um, like I hope the kids that I coach see the passion and the drive and the enthusiasm I have for them to be as good as they possibly can be um, and to enjoy the sport. And I think when you have a coach like that and you have people like that around you in the club, it's very hard to leave. Like I went in there, whatever, 11 years ago now and I don't think I'll be getting out anytime soon. <laughs> Probably won't be late either. But just finally on that then, it sounds like like with those kind of numbers, you know, 8 to 10 clubs, as you said, from 12 right through to 18 in adult there's a very positive future for basketball ahead in Clare. I know there's a great history of it within the county, but building forward, it sounds like there's savage foundations there to kind of go on to another level. Yeah, 100%. I think it's all in baby steps, but it's all being able to be seen now. I think for a long time, we like we long to have men's and women's teams and we were complaining about our players once they reached um, under 16 17 level moving off to play basketball in another county because it was a higher level of competition um, but we did nothing about it and I think we're, we're at a stage now where we have men's teams we have women's teams we have a pathway for those kids to stay and as every season goes by we have our coaches and our players and their continued development um, and I think now if you asked oh is Clare basketball a thing the amount of kids that will put up their hand and name, be able to name teams and be able to name players that play in our county. I mean, there's like players in our club now that look up to our men's team and are like, oh, when I'm 17, 18, I want to play in the North Munster. I want to play in the National um, you know, Development League. And I think slowly but surely our area board and you know the clubs around there are making the steps in the right direction. And I hope it keeps going that way um, and Clare basketball slowly but surely continues to rise Yeah and we look forward to tracking that story as well and checking in a little bit more regularly to, to, to see what the updates are uh, Clare thanks so much for taking the time to join us it sounds like you have an extremely busy schedule so we appreciate your time Thank you very much This feature Sport in Focus is funded by Commission Naman with a television licence fee Clare.